Good evening. It's um, 8.56 p.m. We're listening to Black Violin on Spotify. They're, they're black young men violinist this Saturday night May the 1st 2021 and earlier we were Listening to Ryan Little. This is Ryan Little. We'd listen to an album called Ryan Little Radio. And we'll continue with uh Continue with our study of Quran. We were in chapter 33, Al-Ahzab, the Confederates. Early this afternoon, we did the first 20 verses in chapter 33. So we'll just continue from there. As long as these uh as long as these allergies will let us we'll just keep right keep it moving. Twenty one verily in the apostle of God. You have a good example for everyone who looks forward with hope and awe to God in the last day and remembers God unceasingly. This was Muhammad Assad. Translation of Quran. Something really beautiful about this translation. They're all, <laughs> in my mind, they're all just wonderful, but there's something really. Something really outstanding about this one. Twenty-two. And so when the believers saw the Confederates advancing against them, they said, This is what God and his apostle have promised us. 
and truly spoke God and his apostle. And all this but increased their faith and their readiness to surrender themselves unto God. That's beautiful. That is very, very beautiful. There's something inspiring about this Quran. Twenty-three among the believers are men who have always been true to what they have vowed before God and among them are such as have already redeemed their their pledge by death and such as yet await its fulfillment without having changed their resolve in the least. Such trials are imposed upon man so that God may reward the truthful for having been true to their word and cause the hypocrites to suffer if that be his will or if they repent, accept their repentance. For verily God is indeed much forgiving a dispenser of grace. Thus, 25, thus, for all their fury, God repulsed those who were bent on denying the truth. No advantage did they gain, since God was enough to protect the believers in battle, seeing that God is most powerful, almighty, and he brought down from their strongholds those of the followers of early revelation who had aided the aggressors and cast terror into their hearts. Some you slew and some you made captive and he made you heirs to their lands and their houses and their goods and promised you lands on which you had never yet set foot. For God has indeed the power to will Anything. 28. 
O prophet, say unto thy wives, If you desire but the life of this world and its charms, well, then I shall provide for you and release you in a becoming manner. But if you desire God and his apostle and thus the good of the life in the hereafter, then know that verily for the doers of good among you, God has readied a mighty reward. Wives of the prophet, if any of you were to become guilty of manifestly immoral conduct, double that of other sinners would be her suffering in the hereafter. For that is indeed easy for God. But if any of you devoutly obeys God and his apostle and does good deeds on her, shall we bestow her reward twice over, or we shall have readied for her a most excellent sustenance in the life to come.
32. Oh, wives of the prophet, you are not like any of the other women, provided that you remain truly conscious of God. Hence, be not over soft in your speech, lest any whose heart is diseased should be moved to desire you, to desire you, but withal speak in a kindly way. And abide quietly in your homes. And do not flaunt your charms as they used to flaunt them in the old days of pagan ignorance. And he and be constant in prayer. And render the purifying dues. And pay heed unto God and his apostle. For God only wants to remove from you all that might be loathsome. O you members of the prophet's household. And to purify you to utmost purity. And bear in mind all that is recited in your homes of God's messages and his wisdom. For God is unfathom. <laughs> I never could say this word. Unfathomable. In his wisdom, all aware. What's tricky about that word is sometimes it's spelled with a H and sometimes it's spelled without an H. U-N-F-A-T-H-O-M-A-B-L-E. Oh, well. This is not a spelling bee. English is the hardest language. So, even, even native speakers can tell you English is the hardest language. Whew. Okay, that was 34. And 35. Verily for all men and women who have surrendered themselves unto God, all believing men and believing women, and all truly devout men and truly devout women, and all 
men and women who are true to their word and all men and women who are patient in adversity and all men and women who humble themselves before God and all men and women who give in charity and all self-denying men and self-denying women and all men and women who are mindful of their charity and all men and women who remember God unceasingly for all of them as God readied forgiveness of sins and a mighty reward. I think that's one of my most favorite verses in Quran just because of the way it sounds in Arabic. When I heard um, a few years ago, I think I heard Sheikh Juhani, Al-Juhani, say that in Arabic. That was the most beautiful. This, honestly, it's just it's just so beautiful. You wish you could hear it over and over. Well, you can now, but it's just oh. It just lets you know how special Quran in Arabic is. or any other language, but there's a reason why God chose it to be recited in Arabic. Because it just, uh, it just is so beautiful. The whole language is beautiful. I guess we don't, we don't appreciate our native languages when when it seems like we've mastered it. We don't give it a second thought. But other people can appreciate our, our native language better than we can. Uh, English is my native language, but I've studied... Um, Formerly, I've studied uh, Spanish and some Arabic. But then in the state of California, we have over a hundred different dialects and cultures. So there's, there's so much to learn. And... Whew, you want to learn as many languages as you can, this is a place for that, an international city. Okay, um, this is 35 through, yeah, the, all of that was 35, where is it then? Um, 
135 would start over here. And I'll lean, lean. Mostly mean, and I'll mostly mean while mostly mighty. Well, Mua Menina. Wow. Oh, that's too small. <laughs> it would take me all, all night to read that tiny script in Arabic. Okay, 36 now. Whenever God and his apostle have decided a matter, it is not for a believing man or a believing woman to claim freedom of choice insofar as they themselves are concerned. For he who thus rebels against God and his apostle has already most obviously gone astray. Thirty-seven in law, O Muhammad, peace be upon him. Thou didst say unto the one to whom God had shown favor, and to whom thou hast shown favor, hold on to thy wife and. Remain conscious of God, and thus would thou hide within thyself something that God was about to bring to light, for thou didst stand in awe of what people might think, whereas it was God alone of whom thou shouldst. Have stood in awe. See, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> oh. Not to, not to uh, put too fine a point on it, but this afternoon, early this afternoon in the broadcast, I mentioned that it seems like every year it seems like there's more and more to learn from Quran. You can read the same thing next year and it, it's going to give you more information.
still. That right there was so timely. But then when Zaid had come to the end of his union with her, we gave her to thee in marriage so that in future no blame should attach to the believers for marrying the spouses of their adopted children when the latter have come to the end of their union with them. God could say something like that so beautifully. And thus God's will was done. Thirty-eight. Hence no blame whatever attaches to the prophet for having done what God has ordained for him. Indeed, such was God's way with those that have passed away aforetime. And remember that God's will is always destiny absolute.
that's how Quran makes me feel just so happy. <laughs> it's just so much good information in it. Just makes me just bubble and bubble inside. So thirty-eight, hence no blame whatever attaches to the prophet, peace be upon him, for having done what God has ordained for him. Indeed, such was God's way with those that have passed away aforetime. And remember that God's will is always destiny absolute. And such will always be his way with those who convey God's messages to the world and stand in awe of him. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. And hold none but God in awe, for none can take count of man's doings as God does. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Whew, 40. And know, O believers, that Muhammad, peace be upon him, is not the father of any one of your men, but is God's apostle and the seal of all prophets. And God has indeed full knowledge of everything. Forty-one, O you who have attained to faith, remember God with unceasing remembrance and extol his limitless glory from morn to evening. He it is who bestows his blessings upon you with his angels echoing him so that he might take you out of the depths of darkness into the light. And indeed, a dispenser of grace is he unto the believers. On the day when they meet him, they will be welcomed with the greeting, peace, salam. And he will have readied for them a most excellent reward.
resort is open. Magic is here. Can you feel it? Visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at the Disneyland Resort. Oh, there's a note. A footnote. Worth reading. Says, um, goes with verse 37. Hmm. The discourse returns to the problem of elective relationships touched upon in verse verses 4 footnotes several years before Muhammad's peace be upon him called to prophethood his wife Khadija made him a present of a young slave Zaid ibn Haritha, a descendant of the North Arabian tribe of Banu Kalb, K-A-L-B, Kalb, who had been taken captive as a child in the course of one of the many tribal wars and then sold into slavery at Mecca. As soon as he became the boy's owner, Muhammad, peace be upon him, freed him and shortly afterwards adopted him as his son. And Zaid, in his turn, was among the first to embrace Islam. Years later, impelled by the desire to break down the ancient Arabian prejudice against a slave's or even a freed man's marrying a freeborn woman, the prophet, peace be upon him, persuaded Zayed to marry his Muhammad's peace be upon him, own cousin Zainab bent Jash, who without his being aware of it, had been in love with Muhammad, peace be upon him, ever since her childhood. Hence, she consented to the proposed marriage with great reluctance and only in deference to the authority of the Prophet, since Zaid, too, was not all keen on this alliance, being already happily married to another freed slave, Um Ayman, the mother of his son, Usama. It was not surprising that the marriage did not bring happiness to either Zainab or Zaid. On several occasions, the latter was about 
to divorce his new wife, who, on her part, did not make any secret of her dislike of Zaid, and each time they were persuaded by the prophet to persevere in patience and not to separate. In the end, however, the marriage proved untenable, and Zaid divorced Zainab in the year five after Hijra. Shortly afterwards, the prophet married her in order to redeem what he considered to be his moral responsibility for her past unhappiness. Zaid ibn Haritha, Haritha, whom God had caused to become one of the earliest believers and whom the prophet had adopted as his son. And there's a long page full of notes on that topic. Of um, unhappy unions in marriage that's uh, served its its union, its time for union. That's in uh, thirty seven. Thirty seven and thirty eight. Maybe thirty-nine. Okay. Forty-five is where we left off. And as for the old prophet, behold, we have sent thee as a witness to the truth. Behold, we have sent thee as a witness to the truth and as a herald of glad tidings and a warner and as one who summons all men to God by his leave. And as a light-giving beacon. And so convey to the believers the glad tidings that a great bounty from God awaits them. And defer not to the likes and dislikes of the deniers of the truth 
and the hypocrites. In disregard, their hurtful talk. And place thy trust in God, for none is as worthy of trust as God. Quran is the soul food that we all need. Some don't know it yet. Allergy wisdom. At night, don't let allergy symptoms become.